Hello, friends, and welcome to the show today. We've been gone a while. We were almost gone longer than that with some technical difficulties, but we made it. My good brother is here with me. Caleb, say hello. Hi. I saved the day, so we're here. You you managed to work out the kinks, and we're doing it the hard way. But, uh, you know, we, we're kind here. Of, we're back. Kind of my fault. And we're here. Kind of my fault it wouldn't work, but. I don't know what, I think. I'm going to blame uh, Anchor. I think it's our great. I'm going to blame, I'm going to blame the only sponsor. Hey, I'm going to do it. Speaking of I'm Anchor, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm. Kind of. Hey, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Barely. <laughs> barely. Hey. <laughs> hey, Caleb. Yeah. Let's say that you wanted to produce your very own uh, ill-planned, technologically uh, uh, challenged podcast. Where would you go? Um, I think I'd come right here. I think I'd go right to Anchor. (laughs) Anchor is right up your alley if you're trying to do it the hard way. Yeah, yeah, we like it hard. They're killing me today. We like it hard here. (laughs) They're, They're giving it to us hard tonight, my God. Uh, 35 minutes, uh, and we're finally on the air. You know who else we're brought to you by, though? Oh, my God. There's another? There's another. Are you ready? <laughs> Can't wait. Squarespace. Squarespace.com. <laughs> That's made up. Squarespace. No, it's not made up. You know why it's not what made is up? Because they Squarespace? are the official provider of the DoubleKProject.com. Wow. Our very own website. If you wanted to have a website, I would tell you to go to squarespace.com. Every single website comes with a free online store, and any old idiot can make their own professional-looking website. Does it take 35 minutes to load the page? It does not take 35 minutes. As a matter of fact, if you can click and drag, you can have your own website. Wow. That sounds amazing. Spectacular. Squarespace.com. Uh, yeah, so they are the host of DoubleKProject.com. We have means to contact us, some information about our technologically challenged show, and uh, some reviews for some products, and one of these days we'll have a store on there, one of these days. That sounds good. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. I feel very unprepared, like we haven't been able to get ready for this for two months. Yeah, yeah, we we could have probably discussed it over the last 45 minutes too. But you know, yeah, they're, they're like things happen. Yeah, they're So I yeah. I suppose some folks we we do have some listeners. I don't know if you're aware of really? this. We do have some regular listeners. Yeah, we do. We do have some listeners. We're we're actually uh we're actually big in France. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, shout out to our French listeners. I feel like I'd be huge in France. And I'm 6'4". French ticklers. Uh, well, yeah, you'd be huge in a large portion of the world. Mm. Uh, but we, okay. So we've been gone for two months. Last time we had a podcast, I said, Hey, I think I'm going to take next week off. <laughs> seems like and just we'll yesterday. be back. Well, it seems like just yesterday, doesn't it? And here we are two months later. So for, for me, I've been gone. We had some rather exciting news in my household. And then the planning of where that is all headed uh has taken place and so there's a lot of days where i come home and i'm just a little wore out or a little busy to do the podcast 
And uh, there's some pretty two or three pretty significant changes coming in about eight or nine months. Uh, that said, um, wow, that's a lot of information without had, actually giving any information. Uh, that, that's how you do it. A wise man once said, you don't tell everybody your next big move and some other stuff. I don't really remember the quote. That. Uh, then school started. And so that's been tough. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, this has been the last, we've been in school for four weeks. It's been the hardest four weeks of parenting I've ever experienced. Uh, we like it hard here. Well, it's been Should tough. Be the new slogan. So now, now, you, on the other hand, uh, right. you did something really interesting that the folks at home need to hear about. What you, what, what I, I gather that you did is you said, hey, if we want to take like a test run at what it would be like to have COVID-19 without actually having COVID-19, that's kind of what you did. <coughs> yeah. Um, you still apparently do have it. Yeah. So I had a brief month-long bout with pneumonia and I apparently get pneumonia like I'm a lifelong smoker um God. it really is um would you like to hear that story now yeah absolutely let's open up with it okay I think the folks at home would like to hear about your experience uh through this whole through the, through the whole thing okay so um this was let's just call it beginning of August uh, I had a little cough, no big deal. I, I get a cough frequently with allergies. You know, I mowed the yard, I get a cough the next day, not a big deal. <clears throat> um, and then that lingered for about two weeks, and I was like, okay, well, it's probably not completely normal now. And uh, my child still goes to daycare, so I'm like, ah, he just brought something home, no big deal. Um, mm. And then I started getting extremely winded. And out of breath, and I just, you know, the normal things that you do, like take a shower. Um, yeah, I was huffing, huffing and puffing a little bit, so I was like, you know what, let's let's make the appointment. I'll I'll go to the doctor. Uh, it turns out you don't actually have to go to the doctor these days. They just call you. And Doc was like, yeah, you know, if you've had it for two weeks, I don't think it's COVID. It's, you know, it's gone on long enough. At this point, you're you're not actually a danger to anybody, so we'll not even test you for it. Uh, I think you have bronchitis. He gave me some pills and an inhaler to help with all that. Uh, so that was great. And then I finished all of the pills and hadn't really gotten any better. And, you know, your oxygen level is supposed to be like 95 to 100. And uh, so, well, when I didn't get any better, I went back to the doctor. It was like six days later. And that doctor was pretty convinced it was COVID. She wouldn't say it. <laughs> but she basically said it. And then the nurse was like, you know, we'd probably give you a breathing treatment, but we can't actually use the room the rest of the day if we do that, which made me feel super great. Uh, and so, like, when I was there, my oxygen was about a 91. Um, and then my wife bought the little the little finger pulse oximeter, put your finger in and it tells you. And I hung out Blood at... Blood oxygen. Yeah, I, I hung out at a 90, really 91, 92 for another week and I was like, okay, well, I'm still pretty out of breath. And well, so the doctor that thought it was COVID, I got tested. It was negative. She basically prescribed me a bunch of vitamins and I had a chest X-ray. Nothing showed up on the chest X-ray. So anyway, I went back to the doctor the next week because I'm still out of breath. <clears throat> and he's like, you know, 
it's been a long time and you're hanging out at 91, 92%. <clears throat> I think you should probably just go to the hospital. And my response was to stay at the hospital. And he was like, yeah, I think so. He was like, maybe, maybe they won't keep you, but yeah, probably. And I was like, Oh, Jesus that's Christ. really exciting. I'm super thrilled to be going to the hospital right now during these times. So <clears throat> I go to the hospital. <clears throat> sorry. I, I had pneumonia. I'm sorry. Uh, you still have so I am well it, it's lingering um you get short of breath taking a shower or doing a podcast I don't I'm I'm breathing quite nicely these days but anyway so I go to the hospital and like I have no idea what to do I like just walk in the ER and like I, I tell the lady like hey I had an appointment mm. this morning and he wanted me to go to the hospital because my oxygen's been too low for too long and I'm short of breath and she just kind of like stares at me and like she has one of the little yeah. pulse oxes right there at her desk and she does it and it's a whopping 87 percent and so she's like okay uh just wait right there one moment <clears throat> and she, don't breathe on anyone yeah and so she gets me a wheelchair and rolls me to the back and uh i'm sequestered in this small little room and then the gentleman with the gas mask comes in and starts poking on me and they do pretty much everything that you can do at a hospital, I feel like. Um, they, well, so they made sure I didn't have a heart attack because that can cause shortness of breath. And I really didn't think I had, and it turns out I had not. So that's good. Um, <clears throat> they tested me for COVID again. It was negative again. They listened to me and all that good stuff. They, uh, they, they gave me a scan to see if, you know, just to check out the lungs. I had another chest x-ray. Um, and so like 45 minutes after, after all of that, like the nurse pops his head in and he's like, Hey, COVID negative. All right. And I'm like, Oh, cool. That's great news. Thanks. And, uh, <clears throat> like that was all he really said. He was like COVID negative so far. And I was like, so far, like we're still waiting on the test results and nothing's been positive so far. Like I didn't understand. And so Later, he comes in, no gas mask, no shield, no tarp on his body. And I was like, so I'm negative again? And he was like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't be in here like this if you weren't. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so what's wrong with me? And so whatever. The doctor comes back, and he's like, yeah, we're going to keep you overnight because, you know, we think you have pneumonia. And he was like, looking at your x-ray, it looks like COVID, but it's not COVID. And I'm like, a lot of, like, it didn't really help me out any. And so I like I'm on oxygen the whole time, like as soon as I walked in the door, basically. And so I had a, a two night stay at the hospital where I basically just sat there on oxygen and took the meds and sat there for two days. And then uh, I had to do the whole like walk through the hospital while we monitor your oxygen, you know, that 60 year olds do at the hospital, like when you see them just walking around. And so I got to do that and passed with flying colors and I'm happy to report that my oxygen is uh, consistently a 97 or above today. So a couple of things. First thing I got to say today, you know, they announced or yesterday, maybe it was, they announced a bunch of new Apple products. Mm -hmm. The new Apple watch, the six mm -hmm. Apple watch six actually can check your blood oxygen level. Interesting. Yes, that's yeah. But um, you know what's interest what the thing is about your particular situation with the pneumonia, it's that that's what they're finding is people that have COVID 
don't necessarily die from the COVID. They die from the pneumonia or the, the, the uh, secondary infection, which is also how AIDS kills you. Interesting. HIV. But uh, yeah, so did they, you said that she, the doctor prescribed a bunch of vitamins. So did they say anything about your vitamin D? I'm on a vitamin D kick. Uh, I mean, she, she just said, that doctor that time just said that they prescribe it to all, like before getting my test results back, she said they give it to all of their outpatients that they think, or like that they think have COVID or that isn't bad enough to actually admit somebody to the hospital. So it was just a uh, vitamin C, vitamin D, uh, Omeprazole. So you know actually. why they do that? Uh, she told me, but I couldn't repeat it. Um, well, but it, I mean, it was it's as simple as melatonin. It was a bunch of stuff. Melatonin. Yeah. It's as simple as your body needs the vitamins because if it's not able to fight off the secondary <laughs> infection, that's where you get fucked up is the secondary infection. There you go. This is a true story. I take over 5,000 IUs of vitamin D every day. I want to say... The so she wrote it all on a fucking napkin when I was there, but uh, I want to say that she told me to get the yeah it was like the eight thousand, eight thousand pills. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do a five thousand IU pill just straight, <clears throat> and then I have a thing called uh, Cold War, and it's for immune support, and it has a bunch of different things in it. Vitamin D is one of the things it has in it. So I'm probably I probably sit my daily intake is probably pretty close to eight thousand, and I'm in the sun. The sun gives you vitamin D. I'm in the sun a lot. It's true. But, uh, but yeah, that's good at COVID advice though. So that's what happened to you. Now, while they thought you had COVID, they didn't allow your family in either, right? Uh, at the hospital when I went to the hospital. Right. Yeah. Um, that's right. They wouldn't have, uh, I don't think they would have let her let anyone in at all if I would have had it like for the duration of my stay. What a, you know, that's a, but that's a, it's just an interesting story because I mean, you did, you ran the gauntlet of COVID except you didn't have COVID. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You got to see the guy in the gas mask and you've taken what, three tests now? Uh, two tests. And these are nose swabs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it. Not, not as bad as I expected. I've done the finger prick, and that tells you if you fought the virus off or if your body is currently possibly fighting it off. It's just a little bit different than the nose swab. Yeah, I think uh, I, uh, I think the nurses at the hospital was, were refreshed to have a patient that wasn't like seventy five years old. Like the I bet they the, were they were like, hey, this guy. The, well, that I feel all right about it. Yeah, like the night nurse would come in and like, well, first like everybody that would like everybody knew that would talk to me. Oh, do you smoke or vape or anything? I'm like, no, I've literally never had anything in my lungs except for the air I breathe in and out. Um, but like he would walk in and like one time I was asleep and he walked in and he was like, oh, I don't even remember what game it was. I think it was uh, Thunder Rockets. And he was like, do you see the end of that game? Because, <laughs> you know, I was watching it earlier. I think he was just psyched to have somebody to talk to. It'd be great if he was under his breath talking shit. Yeah. This guy's got to be a vapor. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so that wasn't, interesting, that wasn't interesting, a lot of fun. Uh, but, um, yeah. Having got the bill for that just I, I bet it's impressive. I bet it is. I bet that's an impressive bill. Uh, you know, it's funny. I have There's a joke around my day job about how I, me and my family come in contact with COVID-positive people constantly, and none of us have gotten it. 
that we know of. And yeah, and I mean, I've come in, I had a teacher come to me the other day. It was kind of funny. She calls me over because she had told me she'd give me some information like three days before. So she calls me over to her. She pulls down her mask and I have, I'm outside, so I have no mask on. She pulls her mask down. I come over. I'm like, what's <laughs> up? She's, she, she calls me in close so that she could whisper. And then she tells me. Baby. Hey, I'm going to get tested for COVID. Well, Jesus Christ, why did you pull me over here and pull your mask down to tell me you might have COVID for Christ's sake? That's I'm a good fine. question. She, I don't think she, I think she ended up being negative, but the, the point of the story of all that is that I am in and around people a lot. I have kids at my kids, daycare test positive. She comes home, no sign of the COVID. Oh. It's, uh, it's well, I haven't left my house for Thank seven you. months and I was admitted to the hospital. So. Well, yeah, I was going to say, is how ironic would that have been? Yeah, yeah. It probably would have just made me more angry with uh, a certain <laughs> group of people. <laughs> just, uh, but how would, how would you be mad at them if you were in your house? Because, if, I mean... Are they hanging out in your fucking house? Fucking bullshit. Like, y'all should be the one <laughs> getting out. shouldn't be the one getting out. Who is y'all? Just y'all. Just the general 60% of the population that's just living their lives. Hey, listen, I am mandatory. What is, is it mandatory? What's the y'all word? Y'all isn't you. It's just y'all, like the listeners, because I assume they're all in public listening to this. So they sit in each other's laps and well, stuff. They're, they're probably in their cars. Hey, listen, I, you know, I said from the get-go, I, I didn't articulate it well, but I said, hey, look, if I need to go somewhere and you require me to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. The way the law works, you can't force me to wear a mask, but you can deny me service, and then I can get my ass kicked out if you deny me service, and I refuse to leave. So I'll wear a mask to do what I got to do, and that's not a problem. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things. I was told, however, uh, like these sporting, like local sporting events, high school sports have started, and I haven't uh, had the uh, pleasure to attend one yet but i was told that folks are now starting to come in with their mask on and then they'll take it off and then they gather up in their groups in the stadium that's nice so yeah and apparently same thing at like stores now i haven't witnessed it personally but i i I was somewhere the other day and i noticed nobody had a mask on but i think that uh uh, i'm surprised that we're still hard charging and at school yeah me too but I really expected that I would be back to being a 12 hours, three days a week guy. Yeah, me me too. I'm pretty sure the uh, like the number of new cases is making a solid comeback, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah, I don't either, actually. I expected it to, especially after the holiday weekend that we just had. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I wear a whoop. I've been pushing the whoop hard. You have on the I'm, on the Instagram. I've noticed the whoop. Hey, listen, the whoop. I don't. I, I convinced my partner to get a whoop, and he doesn't work out or or have kind of quite as strenuous of a schedule as far as physical activity that I have. And by that, I mean I don't think he works out at all. But um, understandable. He has it for the heart rate and for the respiratory rate and it for the sleep monitoring, that kind of stuff. Whoop or but, whoop. Whoop, W H O O P, whoop, whoop. Um, but yeah, but my own my own doctor, he said, hey, look, if you catch it, uh, hydrochloroquine early, it, it seems to work, and uh, that's 
kind of the reason behind the whoop is I'll get up to if let's say I haven't, I don't know it yet, but I start to show respiratory issue uh, while I'm asleep tonight. When I wake up in the morning, it's going to show me. It's going to say, hey, look, you're, you're way out of whack. Get to the doctor. And hopefully I catch it early enough that I can, I can have my medication go on. Um, so that's kind of the idea behind that, the whoop, aside from some of the other stuff it does that I like. So I'm a fan of the whoop, but it's a crazy time to be uh, out here. It is. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. The only problem I have with the coronavirus thing is I don't like, uh, I, you know what? I just don't like a lot of government control. That's what I don't like. But at the same time, people are idiots and you got to kind of overreach to get them to do what you want them to do. People are idiots. I agree. So it's uh it's a difficult thing. I just don't like people being able to say, Hey, but you can't go to work. You know, that's that's fucking bullshit. You should be able to go to work if you need to go to work. But uh but I think it's only gonna get better. I mean, twenty twenty has been such a knockout so far. And we still have an election coming up, my friend. Oh, that'll be a ton of fun. In which we are fucked. One way or another. Yeah. It's true. I don't even uh, think um, I don't need to know who anybody votes for because either way you look at it, we have a guy that just has no leadership skills, and we have a, a gentleman who I actually I actually watched a video of uh, Biden giving an interview. The man has actually had two brain surgeries. He's actually had two cranial aneurysms. I feel like they should both have a couple more it's uh i just you know what it's discouraging because hey this is 2020 and this is the best we can do like what the fuck are we doing <clears throat> yeah well it really but, wasn't uh, the best we could t- do but you know that's I, it, who we ended up with tulsi tulsi gabbert andrew yang both democrats yeah you know i'm not i'm not biased here uh, I'd vote for both of them. I think we need the Jocko Rock uh, ticket. Twenty twenty four. I don't. I don't know a ton about that, but I. That's probably not a great idea either. I don't know. I, listen, if you are trying to unify the United States of America, you need a guy who is well articulate, the masses love, that uh, seems to be very uh, bright, very uh, you know disciplined has some good leadership skills uh i mean that's the rock (laughs) and then you have a guy who is well traveled uh very 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 intelligent with his uh foreign policy and uh, another very disciplined leadership uh type guy in jocko i like it i like it i think if you go from having uh someone with very poor leadership skills uh, you're going to have to find somebody with very, very good leadership skills eventually. Eventually. Or you're just going to have, you're just going to continue to have chaos. You're going to continue to have Portland. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm, I'm down to, to just get the hell out. They're pushing it. Yep. <clears throat> you know, people are leaving California in droves. Well, they have to. The whole damn place is on fire. They're coming to your neck of the woods. Yeah, that's been going on for a while. <clears throat> yeah, I heard it's an infestation. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a good... I think people <clears throat> like Texas because we seem to have a lot of freedoms. 
but we also have a nice little balance where you have some folks <clears throat> who are a little bit more progressive. They're in the middle of things in Austin. And then you have the folks with the money who are uh, not so liberal uh, in other areas of the state. And I think it balances pretty well. I think Texas, Texas is, uh, and we could rock our own country. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with everybody coming while I'm not having to actually drive to work. <clears throat> At one point, there were like stats out there that there were like 120 new cars on Austin roads every single day. New cars. Yeah, I've, I've, I saw something today that estimated that since the beginning of COVID, 30,000 Californians, only Californians, have moved into the Austin area. <laughs> One of them are our good friend, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Thank God. How about that Thank idea? Did, did you see that? Did you see that idea, the debate thing? Yeah. Um, I just saw that he said he'd do it. That's all I saw. Trump's in. Yeah. Trump's in. But I think if you are Joe Biden's handler, you never let him. I wouldn't let that man get within. I wouldn't even let him be in the same state where they want to have a debate. I don't know. I, I it would, No fucking way. I, I would never let him get near a debate. I don't care who's moderating it if it was me. But uh, but I trust Joe. I think Joe is a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, bipartisan kind of guy that could do that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't really know anything about him. Joe, yeah. Joe Rogan. Uh, you know what? I'm good with everything, but I'm not into psychedelics. Joe's kind of into psychedelics sometimes. He talks about <clears throat> some mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not really into psychedelics, but uh, the rest of it, me and Joe are pretty on point. I like Joe Rogan. He's a he's a good guy. All right. So uh, moving on, we've talked about uh, all these crazy things, but one of the good things is that sports has come back. Uh, with a bit of a vengeance. That's true. We'll start right. here. Where are we starting? Last, last, last. I'm gonna start. We gotta let me let's start. Go get started. Last night. Last night. <laughs> uh, last night the Clippers. Yeah. The Los Angeles Clippers in the National Basketball Association were eliminated after being up three games to one on the Denver Nuggets. Now they're out of there. Game seven, they lose. It's uh-huh. Nuggets, Lakers. It's Heat, Celtics. Uh, I think the Nuggets probably aren't going to have enough legs left to uh, compete well here. What do you think? Uh, I'd just like to back up for a moment and just just relish how the Clippers blew that after talking all that shit all year. As soon as oh, they got Paul you George, know, I'm a da- oh, it's just so sweet. I'm a Damian Lillard guy, so did you, I, I thoroughly Did you tune into Damian Lillard and uh, C.J. McCollum's Twitter feeds last night? Sure. Well, I didn't tune in, oh. but I, I read some – Good yeah, stuff. it was it was like an hour's worth of just gold and back and forth. Yeah, and so I bet, uh, especially after they like when the Clippers beat the Blazers and whatever game that was, where they were talking a bunch of shit, and then to go home seventeen days after the Blazers do is just so sweet. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, no, I don't think uh, even if the Nuggets did have the legs, uh, I think Anthony Davis is. Uh, Probably a pretty overwhelming matchup for Jokic. So I, I don't think they have anybody that can guard Jamal Murray. But uh, I think uh, I think just the Lakers are going to be, you know, they haven't played in a week. So I <clears> think <throat> the finals that I'm, I'm I, I would like to see that I feel like would be pretty fun is uh, the Lakers and the Heat. Yeah. 
I think that's a pretty good matchup. I think, yeah, I, I like I like Jimmy. I like those guys that are here to fucking win, and that's it. Like Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I like I like the Heat. Um, that like honestly, I haven't got to watch a ton, but being in the hospital, I caught a couple of Heat games, and uh, <clears throat> no, that that like they're, they're fun to watch. I like uh, I like Tyler Hero just because he has zero problems with just you know taking the big shots, and he's he's a young guy, so that's fun. Um, there is something a little charming about a, a bubble championship between the Nuggets and Heat. I think it's funny. So uh, at this point, I'm I'm kind of okay with whatever. Like even the Celtics aren't as annoying to me as they used to be. I think that's partly because Jason Tatum's reading books to his child over FaceTime, and I don't know. I'm a sucker for that kind of thing now. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um. So that's the NBA situation. Uh, you know what? Baseball, there's not a lot to talk about. You want to go to so, the World Series? <clears throat> yeah, so I, I'll admit, um, I'm usually pretty into baseball. I don't think I've seen a single inning since they've started playing. The uh, The Dodgers became the first team to clinch a postseason spot today. And the extent of my baseball interest is rooting against the Astros every single day because they're below 500 in, and in uh, legitimate uh, trouble to miss the, the playoffs, which I watched about five minutes of a Braves game. Yeah. I mean, I catch the highlights on Twitter, but uh, I, that's it. Uh, you know, they're having the world series in a bubble. Yeah. They're having uh, the playoffs in a bubble. Well, in a couple bubbles. The world series is taking place in good old Arlington, Texas. Yeah. Just a hop, skip and a jump. We should, uh, we should attend the uh, world series here. Let's, baseball's baseball, but we'll move on because I'm salty about this one. It would be my fucking luck that the year the goddamn Dallas Stars go to the Stanley Cup Finals. It's in Canada. It's in Canada, and I can't go. Yeah. I'm very upset. Yeah. Because I'd be there. I would spare no excuse. It is a shame. It is. But the Stars are in the uh, Finals, I believe tonight, the Lightning and the... uh, uh, Islanders are playing, <laughs> and I expect that it'll be the Stars and the Lightning uh, in the Stanley Cup Finals. So they uh, they actually have the night off. They'll the uh, they'll play tomorrow night. Lightning are up three to two in the series. There you go. Well, they so play. They play. Uh, that's exciting. I'm, play I'm, Thursday night. So I'll be pulling for the Stars. I'll be uh, going into a twelve month period if the Stars win, where my football and my hockey teams both won the championship. How about that? How about it? Uh, before we get to the big one, the UFC is uh, – if you follow the Instagram feed, you've probably noticed by this point that every Saturday night is fight night. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it, it, it one or two of those. UFC is having an event every Saturday night in two weeks. It's the big one. So we're going to talk about the big one that's coming up in two weeks. This Saturday is probably the best – hold on, let me go back. This Saturday is the best free – UFC card that you're going to get. So if you're bu- if you're not busy Saturday night, ESPN, it's UFC. It's a good, it's a really good card. Uh, I don't, I can't off the top of my head remember ever everybody on the card right now. But yeah, I just remember thinking that's a really good free card. But in two weeks, uh, we have the middleweight championship of the world and the light heavyweight championship of the world on the line. That middleweight title fight is going to be a good one. They're both undefeated, nineteen and zero. Israel Adesanya. 14 and 0 Paulo Costa and uh that's going to be a good one. 
And Paulo, I think we've talked about Paul. Well, we've talked about both those guys, I think, before. But I think I've had you look up Paulo Costa. He's kind of a sculpted Adonis. Mm-hmm. And uh, Israel had a so it, it'll be a good one. And then the John Jones vacated the light heavyweight championship. He's going up to heavyweight. And uh, so we got to get a new light. Nice. I recently came down to heavyweight. So you came down to yeah. heavyweight? Were we you super heavyweight? Is that a thing? Uh, it was in the pride days. One over two eight or over two sixty five oh, was super heavyweight. No, I was never super heavyweight. I was a. So are you you're like a Randy Couture heavyweight at this point? Uh, I don't know what that means, but got two twenty. Oh no, I'm I'm beating that too. I'm I'm uh, hovering around two ten these days. Oh, you're right there. You could make the cut. That's what I'm saying. Heavyweight, if we needed you to. I recently came down to the, to the I threshold. Know, that's, that's nice. Really is. You know, I recently I, here's here's the thing. I don't know <laughs> why, but I recently had a nightmare that I was offered a fight, and I weighed so much that I couldn't cut all the weight I needed because I only had like two days to do it. And they were like, "It's a catch weight fight, one sixty five, and I, I'd have to cut twenty in two days. I could probably do it, but it would probably not be fun." Yeah, yeah, you could probably do it, but. Uh, and uh, recently, we had the third fight between Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic for the heavyweight championship of the world. Did you happen to catch that? Uh, I didn't catch that. I'm sorry. Do you know? Do you uh, know who Stipe won? won. Stipe won. I expected Stipe to win, and a lot of people were talking about the eye poke, but I think uh, I think Cormier got a knuckle <clears throat> in the eye. Prior to so, the eye poke. I have a question. So Cormier, so, is he, he's like, ahead. I know he's been around for a while. Like, I mean, is he like uh-huh. Hall of Famer situation? Like, is he that good? So, well, here's the deal. I see a lot of people attach the whole goat thing to his oh, name. I and I don't, uh, I don't consider him that. I think he's, I think he'll be a Hall of Famer when you uh, take into account his full combat sports resume. <laughs> he's probably so, a Hall of Famer. He's an Olympic athlete he won the strike force grand prix he comes to the ufc and as long as there's not a guy named john jones or a guy named stipe miocic he wins belt so the reason i ask is because i've never seen or heard about him winning a fight before <laughs> every single uh, time he's, i he's, have listen, attention he doesn't win it's not been a great couple of years i'll tell you this i think he uh i think he's only won two fights probably in the last four or five years uh, but and they both happen to be those heavyweight fights, okay. uh, where he beat Stipe with the right hook, and then uh, he defended against uh, Derek Lewis, I think it was. Derek but, Lewis. Yeah, I mean Stipe. He's uh, he's Lewis? Rich Franklin. He's he's this era's Rich Franklin, I think. He's a likable guy. Uh, he he's a good champion when he's up there, but there's always going to be this guy that he just couldn't beat. Yeah. And in his case, it's in two weight classes where, man, he was second best in two weight classes. And it just so happens that he ran into two guys. Probably if it wasn't for some drugs and some stuff, John Jones would, I would consider him number one all time. But because of all that stuff, I can't. And then Stipe, I mean, he's defended the heavyweight championship more times than anybody in history. He's, uh, you know, I don't know. You can you look at the the level of competition. I mean, it's it's probably right there. So you know, I think Cormier is a, a Hall of Famer. But uh, when when you ask me what my top list is, it's Saint Pierre, Anderson Silva, 
And then I, I put John Jones in there at third. And if John Jones would lay off the dope and stop being a fucking asshole, he'd be number Kimbo. one. Kimbo. Uh, not Kimbo. Street Fighters. I'll take Kimbo Street. Okay. So uh, that's a good UFC. Yeah, that's all I got. Now let's get to the. I know it's. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> the uh, NFL season started oh, last really? weekend. Huh. It did. And I'm happy to report to you that my fantasy football team did very well. That's good. I'm, I'm proud of you. Very, very well. Proud of you. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Mm-hmm. We currently have a, a, a little poll post on our Instagram page, double K underscore show. And uh, <coughs> on there, we're asking, hey, what rookie is going to have the biggest fantasy impact? I have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on my fantasy team. He put up the big 2-0. He put up 20 fantasy points for me. Uh, he played really well. I had Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray played really well. Uh, so I was rocking and rolling. Yeah, I, uh, I'm in two leagues. I won one and lost one. Um, uh, I, I think it was like Zeke that had the big day for me, and then uh, Cam Newton had, had a pretty decent day. So, yeah, that was good. Yeah, uh, Zico is number one PFF ranked uh, running back for week one. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was that uh, was so refreshing think, to see. Uh, he, he played well. He he was number one. Dak was the fifth rated quarterback uh, through PFF, but not uh not the best performance out of the Cowboys, right? No, and I don't know. I think you could tell um, that they were missing some guys, and now they're missing even more guys. So we'll see how it goes, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was honestly, it was kind of same old Cowboys to me. It was a defense that should have probably been better. And they just, I don't know, they just weren't very good. And I think that they came into the year thinking, you know, we'll just get pressure on everybody and that'll help the, the back end and the secondary, except you don't get pressure on anybody when they're throwing the ball in two seconds. So you you still have to, you know, cover some guys. But that's what I was worried about when they hired Mike Nolan as defensive coordinator because he's always been the whole bend, don't break. And so the Cowboys are probably going to, you know, let teams dump it off and, you know, move the ball down the field and kick field goals. And there we are. Uh, You know, we're uh, we're living in Chiefs Kingdom up here. That's nice. (laughs) And uh, they, uh, they continue to roll. Yeah, there are big ones coming up here those, uh, those in, in another week on Monday Night Football, week three, with the uh, with the Ravens. Yeah, that'll be a good. That'll be a good matchup. Yeah. Those uh, those poor Texan fans are no. uh, probably going to be shit out of here with DeAndre Hopkins no longer being. Yeah, around. poor Texans fans, get over yourselves. Like you make the playoffs every year, except you never have a chance to actually win anything. Get out of here! I'm that poor Texans fans. Give me a break. They better watch out because my boy Gardner Minshew down there in Jacksonville is coming for him. Tennessee should win that division. They should. Oh, real, um, real so quick, talking about – I'd, like I'd like to mention something yes. about the Chiefs because I didn't know this, and I don't even know if it's true, right. but I'll put it out there and see if you knew. When the, uh, when the stadiums in Kansas City were built, you know, they're right next to each other. Um, I bet I have good information. Okay, so <clears throat> the original plan was to have the retractable roof that could go over either stadium and then it got scrapped because Mm -hmm. it was too expensive. And then they actually brought it back up in like, I don't know, sometime in the early two thousands and it it didn't pass the, uh, the vote to have it actually built. But I thought that was interesting. 
Yeah, so uh, the reason that would work, here's here's a little factoid. Right now, I am, uh, I'm currently awaiting to find out if I'm going to be uh, able to purchase or just given a picture that was taken back uh, in the early 90s, and it's an aerial picture, and it's the only time in history that Arrowhead Stadium and the K, where the Royals play, were both sold out at the same time. The Royals were playing in the World Series, I, and the Chiefs were playing I mean, on the same just... day. It's the only time that's ever happened. I, I may have just seen that and picture so, uh, with, with that information on it. I don't know if it's the same picture, but. <clears throat> well, this now this picture is in possession of someone near me. Is why I've come into a, a conversation about it. But um, but yeah, anyhow, that's why that idea would theoretically work is how often does that come up? It doesn't come up very often at all. So they could use yeah. it, you know, and, and everybody cool. could benefit. But. Yeah, it would be. It would be pretty cool. Yeah, so, no. Carry on. Um, this is week two coming up. Week two. Week two. Do you have a uh, – give me oh, a game God. of the week. Give me a good fantasy starter. Give me a good fantasy sit. Okay. Um, if you have yours ready, I'd like I'm you to go I'm putting you on the first. spot. You're unprepared. Yeah, yeah, we didn't actually speak before this. Um <laughs> Well, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, yeah, you can think about it, and I will. Uh, I will take it and run with it. So, uh, I'm I'm very excited this year for uh, to watch two guys. One of them was on my fantasy team. Another one, I'm just interested to see how he does. They both happen to be on the same team, and so uh, we're gonna go with my game of the week is Arizona and Washington. Because I want to see how Kyler Murray continues to do, and I want to see how Isaiah Simmons the def- on the defense assimilates uh, to the NFL game. I'm excited about him. I'm excited that Kyler Murray's giving me good points on my fantasy team. I'm trying to win some money. So uh, that's my game of the week. If I'm going to start one and sit one, uh, you know, I thought long and hard mm-hmm. – uh, I think uh, there is a young, uh, and I'm blanking on his first name now, but you. Hines. He's a running back from Indianapolis. Naheem or something like that. Naheem, uh, yeah, he's a good start. I think he's a good start. I was I watched some Colts uh, on the Red Zone channel, and I, I liked what I saw with him uh, this past week, and now he'll carry even more to the load with Marlon Mack out. Uh, so uh, Hines out there in Indianapolis, the running back from them. And then if you're going to sit somebody, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, there were a couple of teams out there that I was just like, Jesus Christ, what is going on? If the Giants can't prove that they are going to be able to call some plays and run some just coherent offense, you should probably just sit Saquon Barkley, which is weird to say. He always gets a lot of points, but Jesus Christ, he had, what, two rushing yards in the whole first Yeah, I think – I mean, I think he finished with six, so he still caught a lot of balls. but Yeah, see, so – I would uh, I would have them prove to me they know what they're doing before I start Barkley. If you got somebody that can get you some points, because you're relying on Saquon. If you have him on your team, you're relying on him for twenty. And so if he's only getting you three or four, well, there's a big problem there. Yeah, probably so. Um, that was a yeah. All right, I bought you some time. Hit us, hit us with the knowledge. <laughs> Drop the knowledge on us. All right, I um. Uh, I I actually came up with a lot of sits for for fantasy. Uh, my my game of the week. Um, was man, it's tough. Uh, I'm I'm having trouble uh with with two of them, and it's actually both the prime time games. So, uh, uh Patriots Seahawks on Sunday night, 
Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how the Patriots do against somebody that's not the Dolphins. And then uh, also Saints Raiders. It's the first game in Vegas. Uh, the Raiders were actually fun last week. Um, and then the Saints are always going to kind of be the Saints. So so that's fun. And then so my sits for, for fantasy, um, I would sit anybody you have that plays for the Broncos. I think the, the Steelers defense is legit as uh, proven by Saquon's six yards rushing the other day. Um, and then I, my other sit was going to be Kyler Murray because I think the Washington uh, pass rush is legit. I think uh, the only reason, you know, I, I started to say I have two quarterbacks on my fantasy team. I have Kyler and I have uh, Matthew Stafford. And I, I actually considered that. I said, hey, look, Washington's defense is pretty solid, but I think San Francisco's defense is pretty solid. And uh, Kyler didn't oh, have a right, whole right, – I mean, right. he had, you know, he did. He yeah. performed well. Yeah, fair enough. So – I'm going to go with Kyler again, and uh, I'll ride that to the wheels fall off. All righty, then. I think, uh, real quick, right. I think I didn't get to do my starts. I'm sorry. Um, I, no, I, I Oh, didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, do his starts. I know. No, you, I you, didn't. You, just, I mean, you, you decided you to make up do your the, own the, rules and give us as many seats as you, you wanted. So. I don't know. You asked me to get it. And I got it. Don't hijack my podcast. You're hijacking the podcast. That's fine. This is the Double K Show podcast starting. Uh, that's right. Um, you know, I, I don't even really have any starts. Um well, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to go with Jonathan Taylor because I think he'll get more of the work than than your pick, Naheem like Hines. It. So, John Jonathan Taylor. I, I like I like Jonathan Taylor. So that, that that's Baker fine. Mayfield. Fine me. No. Okay. Uh, uh, no. I don't. I mean, they're playing Cincinnati tomorrow, uh, Thursday. So maybe when this airs, it'll yeah, probably tomorrow. be tonight. Um. Yeah, it will be. You know, I'll tell you, I had plans to do like a retrospective of your last 30 years because you hmm. uh, recently had a birthday, mm-hmm. but uh, we had some problems getting podcasts out on time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to have to save my um, my uh, whole monologue about your mm-hmm. life for another episode. Okay. I'll be, we all look forward to that, I'm sure. I think uh, I think it goes without saying that you were the family favorite our entire lives. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, I don't think any members of our family wish me a happy birthday on my 30th. I'm sure you got all kinds of stuff. Um, you probably got some sort of commemorative canvas. No, just just some uh, some well wishes. Grandpa's pocket watch. Well wishes. Well wishes. Excellent. Uh, next week, I'm going to answer some questions that oh. we have thrown out at us. Oh over the last two months about our uh, some of the stuff I post on our Instagram page about diet and exercise and vitamins. So okay. I'll get into that uh, for the folks next week so that you can have your every other week off. Speaking of that, so I, think, uh, I think September 16th is uh, actually the first day that McDonald's is having uh, spicy nugs, if you're interested in that. Kind of uh, I read I don't eat. McDonald's, but I read that they are very disappointing. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's McDonald's, so you gotta you gotta manage your uh, expectations going in. Hey, listen. While we're on that topic, two hey. weeks. UFC Adesanya versus Costa. Okay, that's uh, not the same. I'm that's going. Same. No, listen. No, I'm going to a food. I'm going to a place with food. Okay. Uh, I'm going hard in the paint, and I'm <laughs> smoking a uh, pork belly. Okay. And we are going to do some barbecue. Pork belly burn ins. Okay. For the fight. It's going to be off the chain. Sounds good. It's going to be delicious. Okay. If you want to see more of our food pictures, 
I like to post pictures of the food. I like to post pictures of the dogs, <clears throat> and I uh, occasionally will post pictures of myself. The Instagram double K underscore show. And uh, they're at the top of the Instagram. I don't know when the last time you got on the Instagram was, but we have a new link at the top of our Instagram we need to talk about. We have a link tree. Wow. So you click the link tree, and it gets you all of our links, from our Instagram to our website to our very empty YouTube channel to how you can support this podcast. That sounds great. So, Yeah, it's good times. All right. So... All right. Well, I guess we will uh, hope that at the conclusion of this here podcast, you're able to send it to me and I'm able to edit it. Yeah, if not, we just chatted for an hour. No one will ever hear it. Yeah. But I mean, that's what we do on every other episode. Just no one. Fair some enough. people hear it. Fair enough. I almost said no one hears it. And so. nobody hears it. It's fine. It's okay. All right. Well, then until next week, Caleb, do you have anything else to add? No, nope, I'm good. All right, this is the Double K Show, and we're out.